Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Journey to Develop Her podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Mr. The Real Estate Guru himself, Nazar. How are you today? I'm doing all right. What's going on, guys? This is Nasser, a.k.a. The Real Estate Guru, not a guru. I'm a guru because I actually do this business. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I see that, for one, we're both from New Jersey. Yes. So, shout out to you. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, I came across your page. I think I heard about you back when Clubhouse first came out, but I just started following you recently. And I didn't know you were from Jersey. So I'm like, okay, we have a Jerseyan that's doing big things in the real estate space. So I had to bring you on the podcast. So thanks for agreeing to come on. I really appreciate it. No problem, no problem. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're located now, because you're not in New Jersey, but what you do in the real estate space. I'm currently in Charlotte, North Carolina. And currently I flip houses, wholesale houses. I've done some building of houses in the past. I have a, a rental property portfolio, flip land, develop, you know, build single family houses on infill lots, etc. So I, I originally from uh, New Jersey, born and raised in Jersey. I've been living down in Charlotte since 08. Nice, nice. So you started as, well, tell us how you started. Did you start out as a wholesaler or did you become a homeowner first? How did you actually get started in real estate? Interesting you asked that. I ended up buying a house in 2007 in East Orange, New Jersey. Okay. That was the first house, me and my man. We bought that house to flip. We ended up losing $7,000 a piece. Mm. That's not too bad. No, 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 no. That was actually, I mean, looking back, that was great because- we bought an 07, and if you were around at that time, the real estate market was bad, and then we sold the 08, and it got worse. So it went from bad to worse, like literally. And, you know, every day you wake up with the news, in 2008, it was banks closing up, um, this mortgage company went under. So losing 14000 at the time sucked. It was terrible. Um, however, you know, fast forward, I'm grateful. Right, right. And I mean, normally, I mean, I remember 2008, I was actually like a sophomore or junior in college. And um, my professor at the time, she, I, at that time, I didn't really have a recollection as to what was going on. I was like, of course, a baby. Yeah, I was a baby bird. <laughs> right. I didn't have a clue, but she, she was a lawyer. And I think she was a lawyer for like Valley National Bank or something like that. I don't know. So I remember sitting in the law classes and learning about what was happening, but I really couldn't wrap my mind about, around what was actually happening in that moment. Um, so for me to even be a real estate now, is just like, wow. I actually got started in real estate in 2011 as an agent, and it was kind of an accident. I didn't mean to get started, <laughs> but I did. And I just love your story because not only do you teach people real estate, and like you said, you're not a guru, you're a guru. You actually, your first attempt, you actually kind of failed, but you continue to keep going. So what motivated you to keep going? Man, I was young. I was too stupid to quit. So yeah, I was young, man. So it wasn't nothing stopping me. I knew real estate work. I just thought it was me. So at the time, you know, you're young, you're just too stupid to quit. So with that being said, man, I just stuck with it, stayed on the path. So I actually end up, I graduated from Kane University in 07 as well. Awesome. Okay, yeah, I graduated from Kane and um, just backing the story up, 
when I was 19 years old, I overheard my father talking to his friend about the guy next door sold his house to an investor. The investor bought it for 150, put 20 into it, sold it for 270. So I, in my mind, I'm like, wait, wait, what? $100,000? I'm, I'm 19 years old. I'm like, you made 100 k Oh my God. I'm about to do real estate. So my heart and soul was set on real estate. I just knew that, you know, it didn't work for me. Unfortunately, you know, I was, I didn't quit. I was too stupid to quit because, you know, if I would have incurred something like that at this age for my first transaction, I probably would have quit. That's, that's deep. And I think with that, I'm glad you were able to see around you, like other people doing it as an example. So, you know, it would work. And normally we don't have that example. I mean, at least we are. I grew up in Newark, so we, I didn't have that example. I didn't even know I was living in a gold mine until I learned about wholesaling. Of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, it's, yeah, I just overheard my father talking and my man brother used to flip houses too. And that was kind of like, he's from Newark. He used to flip houses. And I don't know, you know Usman? That name sounds familiar. Yeah, Oos. Oos my man. So, yeah, Oos was like the older OG. Like, uh, me and mm-hmm. brother, same age, but Oos is older. But Oos was uh, flipping houses in North and, well, Essex County in general. So, right. he was doing it full, he been doing it full time forever. And so, therefore, I knew it could be done. I knew it was like, yo, something's wrong with me. So, yeah, fortunately, you know, I was, I was able to, you know, link with some people. But I'm very familiar with the environment you're talking about. Yeah, so... I mean, I didn't really dive into the investment space until like 20, let me see, 2015, 2016, around that era, around that time. I, after becoming a real estate agent, after graduating college, I did it for about a year. I didn't really like it. I actually became a real estate paralegal because I was, the goal was to be a lawyer, right? So I was studying law in undergrad. Where, the goal where, was to be a lawyer. Where, I'm sorry. Where you undergrad at? Montclair State. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so I actually, went, my first year was the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Shout out to my HBU that I went to for two semesters. <laughs> but I, I did, did graduate. I did one semester at HBCU. Uh, wasn't it the best experience of your life? <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say that's why I did one semester. So look, I did one semester at HBCU. I did it at Wilberforce University in Ohio. We were surrounded by cornfields. You know what I mean? Did I have fun? Yeah, was the overall experience <laughs> terrible? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I had to get up out of that. You know what I mean? But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, I had I had a lot of fun. I needed to get out of there because I wasn't used to living on an old slave slave plantation. Like it was like country, it was too country for me. I didn't know how to drive. Looking back, I probably should have just transferred to another HBCU because Montclair State, yeah, it wasn't conducive to who I who I am. Let's just say that. But I was grateful for the experience. I'm grateful that I discovered real estate. My dad was actually a real estate investor, believe it or not. He didn't raise me, so I didn't really know what he was doing, how he made his money. But I didn't find out until I got screwed over really bad on a wholesale deal that my father was an investor. (laughs) Because I was calling him complaining. And I was like, yeah, I need some money. I I need a private lender to close on this deal quickly for me. And he was like, yeah, I used to do that. I, you know, later became a you know, mortgage broker. Anyway, that's just a little bit about my background. But I actually wound up discovering wholesaling when I went to a event. I'm not going to give the name of the company. And it was this guy from Newark. They brought him up there 
they pretty much were showing us how to get started in real estate with no money. And he was like, yeah, I'm in Newark and I'm doing like $100,000 a month. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What is wholesaling? I didn't have the money at the time to invest in the program that they were selling that was $40,000. Of course. Of course, right? But to this day, I still have the notes from that three-day weekend. Like I used it, I honored it, I did my own research. I can honestly say that I just unpacked what they tried to teach me in those three days and they didn't focus on wholesaling. Wholesaling was like at one hour out of the whole three days. But make a long story short, I knew what I was living in. I knew that my environment had the money attached to the abandoned properties, right? The bandos were the gold at the time and still is technically. So I took that and ran with it. And I remember actually somebody that you might know, I'm sure you know, Vincent, right? Vincent is a part of your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he, well, he doesn't really know me, but one of the deals that I was about to allow myself to retire from, I literally said, as soon as I close this deal, because it was a $100,000 deal, it was a hundred, like commission assignment fee. So I was like, as soon as I get this deal closed, I'm quitting. Like, I'm not giving a two week notice, I'm quitting. <laughs> and I remember Vincent actually was one of like the supposed cash buyers. I guess he was wholesaling at the time, I don't know. I don't remember, but he, I remember him coming to the house. And I discovered later on that, you know, he went on to go into like tech, I guess the real estate tech space. But that particular deal, I never wound up closing on. And two days later, I actually got fired from that job. And the amazing part is me being released from that job allowed me to make 30 grand in the next 21 days. So it was like, in my eyes, the job was holding me up and I knew that. And I was able to cash in on 30 grand in the next 21 days. And I technically never looked back at a nine to five since that year. How much that job was paying paying you per year? I was making about 60,000 a year. Okay, cool, cool. It was was all right. But making half of my salary in three weeks was even better, right? Even better, right. Yeah, I never turned back. I never looked back. From there, I went on to partner with a lot of the cash buyers that started doing flips with them. And then ultimately, I ended up in real estate development. That's That's why the title is Journey to Develop Her. And yeah, that's just like a little snippet of, you know, how I got started in the business. First deal, didn't even do it right, but I got started. I literally was like a bird dog on my first, first, first deal. And luckily I was working with a man of faith that didn't screw me over because <laughs> he didn't have to pay me. But the point is I got started, right? Just like you didn't, you didn't, you failed. Well, I don't think you failed, but that was a lesson learned in your first attempt, but you just kept going. Yeah, you I mean, knew it was definitely a failure, but yeah, but you learn more from failure than success. And the exactly. problem is when people fail, they don't, you know, reflect on what went wrong and, you know, what the things they did wrong and, you know, so that they can better themselves. But yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And failure is part of the success. So it's, it's part of the journey. You got to learn it to become successful. Exactly. It's a lesson. I hope you and, and I, in my case, learn from the lessons. And that's what people really need as motivation. I was doing free trainings and free mentorship and, you know, whoever comes to me about for help, especially when it comes to wholesaling, I always let them know, like, listen, you're not going to, cl- probably not going to close a deal the next six months, but do you want this bad enough? And what is your purpose behind it? Because if it's just money, I hate to tell you, you may not make any. 
<laughs> but if you really have the silver, silver lining is you want to be financially free, you want to replace some income or whatever it may be, that may push you into um, not giving up, continuing the journey, the process. Even if you're a realtor, like a lot of realtors don't make any money. They go through all of those months of school or whatever the case may be, and they don't make no money. So what is some motivating factors you give? I know you're a coach also. You have your mastermind and we're going to talk about that now or in a few. What is some of the motivating uh, factors you give your students? Uh, basically, you just got to find your why. Why you want this, man? Um, man, just being real with you, man. Like, because I, I, I tell people up front, man, because I'm not really, we, we, I got the course out. I don't really do the one-on-one coaching. I don't like to sell my time off. We got the course and all that, that you get some e-mentorship to. And our whole thing is, listen, maybe real estate is not for you. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Find what's for you because at the end of the day, real estate is extremely hard. It's extremely tough. It's not going to be easy. You will work for free. So mm. most people can't grasp that concept of working for free because they attach working with getting a paycheck. So working for free is stupid. Why would I do that? I could just go to work and get a paycheck. And that's short-term thinking versus long-term thinking. And, and everybody's just not an entrepreneur. But for me, man, I tell you, you got to dig down fine. Why do you want this? I never wanted to work a job for the rest of my life. I was working in the call center. What, mm. I did, what I did for me, I dealt with my reality. My reality is I work in a call center. I'm partying. My life sucks. And I want a lot more out of life than what I have. I did not leave New Jersey to move down to Charlotte to just come down here and be average and get by. You know, I was moving 10 hours away because I wanted to thrive. And yeah, and no way, especially in my 20s, was I the thought of your why should make you cry. But the thought of working a job for the rest of my life, you know, would make me cry. Because, you know, just think about this. Uh, you in your 20, right? You 25, 20. I started reading like 26. So according to statistics of what I had about uh, 39 or 30 years before I can retire, no, I was not. No, I was. Uh, no, I wasn't going to do that. So with that being said, you have to find out what's motivating you to keep this going because it will be days you don't feel like cold calling. But guess what? You got to do it anyway. It's going to be days you want to quit. I have a seven-figure business here, but hey, it's days I wake up, I want to quit. You know, it's days I'm questioning myself, am I good enough? You know, so that's just part of the process, but you have to be able to keep going. And most people don't have that in them. And if, if you don't have it in them, could you develop that? Absolutely, you can, but you have to want to develop it. I agree. I, ooh, I feel like you was just coaching me for a second. <laughs> no, some mornings, believe it or not, I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Am I so, like, God, it, literally, that's some of my prayers. Like, am I supposed to be doing it? Yeah. That's just, my, my, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> and, and the crazy part, this is my passion. Like, this right. is what I want to be real estate investing since I was 19 years old. And, you know, here 19 years later, I sometimes I question myself. You know, it feels good, you know, when you get that big check. Absolutely, it feels good, but, you know, I, it just gets so hard, man. Like, I got to, you get deals, whereas they're like puzzles. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about puzzles, you have to put the right pieces in the right places to complete the puzzle. 
And, you know, in real estate investing, you get puzzle after puzzle after puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. So, yeah, you can get burnt out. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah, you just got to be like me. I travel. I got season tickets to the Hornets. You know, I try to enjoy my life as much as possible. So, you know, because if you suck at one area of life, normally it leaks over to other areas of life. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. But I'm glad we had that that conversation because that's just you being honest. Like, I feel like a lot of these other, I don't want to say influencers, but gurus, right? They're selling people a dream. Like, they're pitching their beautiful life to these people, and, which is annoying to me. Like, let's talk about the real. Let's talk about you not probably making money. Look, man. You know, <laughs> Beforehand. <laughs> to your listeners, you know, listen, you guys can follow me, I'm real estate guru on all social medias. Listen, I'm not renting no Airbnb telling y'all this is mine. I'm not renting no cars saying, hey, you know, this is mine, you know, and like you were saying, yeah, some of these influencers do do that. You know, we literally rent an Airbnb down Atlanta to hold the mastermind. That same Airbnb. What, and if you guys seen the Yo Gotti recession proof video, that that's an Airbnb they rent. Now, now Yo Gotti, he's not front at all. You know what I mean? No shade to him. Right, but right. We see other influencers rent that spot, take pictures, with cars in front of there, you know, they and they and they try to appear like it's theirs, like they're mm. living that particular life. And then, you know, people flock to them, and that does that form of marketing does work for people. Me, fortunately, I was never one to fall for the dog and pony marketing. Right. No, no shade to the MLM, but it just never appealed to me and I was you know getting invited to these MLM meetings prior to social media but you put popping on the screen and showing me a nice car and a big house uh, that doesn't do it for me right I I, I, I need to I want to see like what's involved in this what's the process what's you know now you now let's go back to when I was 19 right I seen a black man buy a house from another black man and then end up making $100,000 theoretically what I thought at that time. Now that I know there's commissions, closing costs, et cetera, he didn't make a hundred, but right. what I, I thought was $100,000, that connected with me. Oh, black man just made 100000 And then, yeah, yeah, cool, he had the Range Rover and I seen him pull up with the, the model chip on the side, but that's cool, but the that, I wasn't really too much, the, the car, all that was cool, but the, the, the 100000 I wanted that in my account. Right. So that's what I was sold on. Like, yo, this, and this is a black dude doing this. So I was like, man, you know, I'm black. So I connected with that. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's beautiful. And me seeing, you know, a young guy, I mean, the guy was young and in my hood making hundred grand a month. I connected with that. I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it. I live here. There you go. There <laughs> I'm next door to an abandoned property. How how can I flip that, right? So let's talk about those looking to get, I guess, at it, wholesaling. I mean, do you recommend someone get started in wholesaling because it's the easiest way to get started? Or if they have a few dollars saved, should they just go into fixer-uppers? Like, what do you recommend for a newbie? All okay, right, for a newbie, it uh, depends on where you're at, right? Everybody doesn't need to get started in wholesaling. I mm-hmm. met, uh, bro, I know a guy literally got started with develop that, like, didn't, didn't own his house, 
got started with developing properties and you know you can get started depending on what is your situation with me i was broke you know what i mean i was broke busted disgusted so when i learned about creative real estate the first time around i got I started with flipping it didn't work i bought some rentals the traditional way oh wait i bought a rental oh nine i bought a rental the traditional way i tried to get a third rental out here in charlotte the bank said, yo, your debt to income is too high. What you mean? You can't get no more property because your debt to income too high. I was making like $12 an hour mm. and working in the call center. And listen, you got too much debt. So, all right, well, cool. My debt to income is too high, whatever. Fortunately, I found out about wholesaling. So wholesaling was right for me because it involved no money and no credit. Um, right. As far as a newbie, like if you have, let's say you have $20,000, Maybe you don't want to get started with wholesaling. Maybe you want to go to the wholesaler and say, hey, sell me your rehab, you know, and get and leverage hard money or private money source or something like that. Or, you know, maybe you want to be a landlord. You want to do this business on the side, just um, build a passive portfolio because you're thinking more about retirement. So it's all up to, you know, how, how where you are in your life. But I, I don't like to say, you know, everybody should get started with wholesaling because, I know people who got started with rentals or people who got started with flips. I know people who got started, guys got started with developing and there's no mm -hmm. right or wrong way. You got to find what's right for you. Yeah. And at this point, it's easier to do land development than wholesaling, <laughs> especially if you can find the land, right? If you can um, find the land, yes. But that's one thing I do like about wholesaling. It teaches you survival. You, yes. will learn, you will learn how to make money in every market, any level of real estate you do. Uh, whether you do residential, commercial, uh, multifamily, accelerated, the most the most important part is finding the deal. You know how to find the deal, you will always be able to eat. I agree. Acquisition is the most important part. Whether you want to keep the deal or not, um, that's up to you. But whoever finds the gold first wins, right? Yeah. That's how I look at it. So acquisition, that process is a is a gem, really is, because a lot of you know, cash, well, investors, they don't, they don't know that part. They're always depending on others. And that's why they can't find deals right now. <laughs> and that's why, I mean, I think that helped me be successful because I started out, you know, in the acquisition area of, you know, wholesaling. You can give me an address. I can find out what the inside of the house look like. Like I'm that thorough. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad for guys that I actually talk to. <laughs> and good luck about that on there. But no, like I, one time I went to go do some research on a guy. And I was able to, I saw everything and yeah, you probably think I'm crazy, but no, <laughs> being a wholesaler helped. It came in handy, right? Knowing everything about people, knowing how to skip trace and skip trace. And I used to do it as a paralegal. So yeah, those are some good investigator skills that you will learn as an acquisition person or wholesaler. So what are those people looking to get into investing or wholesaling, whatever? we tell them to work with motivated sellers. Well, I know that's your, that's a part of your curriculum and your program, I'm sure. I got started a little different. I worked with REOs at the time because that's, we had a lot of them from the last crash. Now we don't have much left. <laughs> so now people are, you know, pivoting to motivated sellers. What are some good leads or good, I'll say niches people should look for a motivated seller in, if that makes sense. So good leads for motivated sellers. I mean, Besides motivated sellers, I mean, I, I, I don't kind like, of, should they be looking at like free and clear probate properties, I, you know, uh, pre foreclosures? 
I mean, no. I, if you've never done a deal before and you have no money, you should. We encourage you to drive for dollars. Okay. So yeah, your list can be highly targeted. If you do, if you can pull a list, you know, right now tenants are well, tenants are haven't haven't been paying. Every foreclosure, I'm sorry, every eviction court is backed up across the country. Absentee owner might be a great one to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta find out the list. Well, it's texting. Testing was working in your market because like a tax delinquent list might not work as good as it does in another place. You yeah, know? It doesn't work uh, in Jersey. Okay. See, see what I mean? Like, and, and you prove my point. Right. Yeah. So I think it's, it's all testing, but for those who doesn't have any money, I encourage you to get out there and drive for balance as I did my first deal. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I've, told people to do that too. I've done it in the past. I didn't get to a deal with it, but I think you should be, everybody, if you are looking to be an investor, also everybody should know that you're a real estate investor or you find properties or whatever, you're willing to buy their property, right? I think that's the number one thing. I think my first deal, the one, the bird dog, the, the bird dog deal, I actually found it on Facebook and a Facebook group. So I encourage people to network in there all day, every day. And, but I love what you said about driving for dollars. Now, what should they be looking for when they're driving for dollars? Just houses okay. that look unkept? Yeah, houses that are unkept. You want to look for mailboxes is full. Code enforcement letters on the door. Eviction letters. Sheriff lockouts on the door due to the eviction. Let's see what else. Tall grass. House needs a new roof. Old wooden windows. You know, you should be looking for these things. And writing the addresses down. I use an app. Uh drudriving.com d-o-r-u driving.com uh you get a seven day free trial with that but i use that but when i first got started i wasn't around i had to use pen and paper same here pen and paper that's it <laughs> that's what we had i, I, yeah, I, I was dedicated man i had to make this business work you know right. I, was, I was like man I, I gotta get out this call center oh this ain't it so how long did it take for you to get leave the call center? After college, I worked from 08 to 2012. So now in, in between that four years, I had one, two, I had four jobs. I got fired from the last job in September of 2012 and been doing this full time ever since. Nice. That's beautiful. Beautiful transition. You were focused, laser focused. You knew what you wanted. You knew how to get to it. And that's why you're here to tell that, that yes. story. So that, that's a blessing. So... You're saying try for dollars, write it down. Don't even worry about a CRM at this point. Don't worry about all the, the hoopla. Just get to the address. Where do you recommend that they possibly skip trace the address? Um, I use bigskiptracing.com. Bigskiptracing.com? Yes. Okay. That's what I use. Okay. Now, is that do they have to pay for it or is it free? Oh, no, it's, you have to pay for it. It's 15 cent a lead. Yes, you do have to okay. pay for it. Yes. That's not bad at all. I've used a few sites, the ones that I do my little um, investigation on, <laughs> um, like truepeoplesearch.com. You know, I'm not being paid to say pe- truepeoplesearch.com. My information on there is actually real and accurate. So I always assume that other people's information will be real and accurate as well. I've had people contact me, a vacant property that I had in Missouri. So I, just so you know, I, I was investing in different markets because Jersey got is a bit oversaturated right now. 
Uh-huh. And I'm, I was in Missouri, so I purchased some properties out there and they were just, one of them was just sitting there. So I had someone reaching out to me and they were so desperate. They started reaching out to my mother. I'm like, good grief. So I asked them, how did you find my information? And they told me on True People Search. <laughs> wow. Pretty much had everything on there. So I do know it's a reliable source. What other markets besides North Carolina are you in, actually? Oh, no, I'm focused on the Charlotte metro area. Good, good, good. I, it's so funny. I was just looking up some zip codes over there because I don't know nothing about North Carolina. I just found out what your the name of your county was because I did, literally didn't know anything about it. So I was looking up like what are the hot zip codes over there actually for a friend. And it's 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 popping out there. Too yeah, popping. It's, uh, yeah, too, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not true. It's um, believe it or not, it was a some type of ranking came out uh, a year or two ago. It was pre-COVID. Came out pre-COVID. Charlotte. It costs more to live in Charlotte than it does New Jersey. I believe it. It's just like Atlanta now. Atlanta is just there. You, there you go. Just like Atlanta. Yep. Just like that. Oversaturated. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just. And they know that, like, especially the, the, the actual developers that are building these um, beautiful luxury apartment buildings, they know who to get, dedicate their build to. It's the people coming from the, um, the DMV area, the New Yorkers, the Californian people. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't even know what's happening. Now, as a developer, you said you're building on infill lot. What's the goal with that? Are you keeping those or do you flip them? I flipped them out. I I I haven't done any build, uh, build to rent yet, so I I, okay. keep, I I sell those. You know what I did do. Awesome. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what I'm looking to do next. Build to rent. We're actually working on a big five phase project in in, in Missouri. We'll say uh, where it'll be like a hundred houses and like fifty townhouses, and also a mixed use portion. Oops. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Your screen uh, went out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but those were probably sell all off. Well, you know, we won't be doing a build to rent on those. But with that being said, that's awesome that that's in your future. So how can people sign up for your course? Let's talk about your course. I believe it's called the One Deal Away. Yes. Yeah. And hey, guys, I'm back. So the One Deal Away course. So me and a good friend of mine, Max Maxwell, we put a course together. It's called One Deal Away. You can go to onedealaway.com. Best way if you just want to, you know, look at the course and see what we have to offer. If you go to uh, my Instagram and click the link in the bio, just click on the uh, One Deal Away course. You click on the link in the bio and click on the One Deal Away course you see everything it has to offer, which is basically a very intensive course on how to wholesale everything you need from A to Z. And, you know, we get a private Facebook group, e-mentorship and everything else that you, you know, you need to succeed. We do monthly coaching calls. I do them every other week currently. So that's what the course, and hey, listen, it's a very affordable course, one-time payment as, as we make this right now, price will be going up soon. Okay. That's beautiful. And do you only go over uh, wholesaling or does it cover other components of real estate? No, we just focus on wholesaling. I'm actually working on another course. So hopefully I have it out before the end of the year out, but yes. Awesome. And you're also an author of, a, I think, two books, right? Yeah. Flip Houses Like Burgers. You can find that on Amazon, but if you want it for free, freenasbook.com. Free Nas book. Nas is N-A-S, just like the rapper. 
freenasbook.com. You can get it for free. Uh, my latest book, Flip Houses Like Burgers 2.0, is out now. That one costs. You can only get it from me. And yeah, you know, the difference between the two is one was written in 2015 and the other one is current to the strategies I use to close deals today. Awesome. 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 All right. I love it. It was great having you on here today. Everyone, make sure you go follow Mr. Real Estate Duru yes. at <laughs> Real Estate Duru on Instagram. And it was such a pleasure to have you on here. We got to do it again. And definitely let's keep in touch. All right. So God bless. We'll talk soon. And thanks for coming on the Journey to Developer podcast.